With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rat me, boys! More than 100 schools available from home field apparel. If you like comfortable clothes, check them out. They are a partner with the Raspy Voice Kids and the 1012 Network. Use our code RASPY12, R-A-S-P-Y-12, for a discount on your first order. 15%. Go get it. Tell them we sent you. Welcome one, welcome all. And yes, I want you to be listening to the Tortillas and Tanks podcast, presented by 1012 Network. If you are a fan that is of a team that has 12 wins going to the national championships every year. They just love to talk about all the success that your program has had. Well, then you're probably not a Texas Tech fan. However, if you are a fan that just likes to really be in it every week and, and really have a real good shot at winning it, you're also probably not a Texas Tech fan. However, if you have really high highs and really low lows and really drink quite a bit, you might be a Texas Tech fan. So come along and party with us here at Tortillas and Takes. We're going to sit back, crack open a cold one, Eat some tortillas. And as, and as always, we're going to stay wrecked, people. Hail West Virginia. Hail West Virginia. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt, joined by... We're playing basketball. That's right. The TBT, I am Jeremy Nicholas Phoenix, JN Phoenix. For those who know, I'm in the building. And we have a special guest from West Virginia Sports Illustrated. A man who needs no introduction, but we're going to give him one anyway. He hails from Morgantown, West Virginia. A strong six foot three, in my opinion, in estimation. And good looking. Good looking, too. One Christopher Hall. Well, it's good to finally be here. It's been a while, that's for sure. It's been a while, but you're in the building, and as Jeremy would say, you're in the booth. We're ready. And we are talking TBT, like Jeremy said, we're talking basketball. There's not a lot of football to talk about right now. There's not a lot of, there's no baseball to talk right now. It's all TBT, and it's been good to us. Oh, absolutely. This TBT is everything that you would have wanted. 
like John Flowers said in the press conference after the first game, TBT purposely set it up where heard that. I don't know why I say that like that every single time. Heard that. Heard that. And Best Virginia were going to meet up in the second round. But you know what? TBT is not the only people who wanted it. The whole state of West, West Virginia wanted it. TBT needed it. And tonight, Brandon, did you see that crowd? It provided. forty, Nearly 4,200 tickets sold. Almost 4,500 people there total. One of the highest selling, um, one of the highest, the fifth highest attended TBT games all time. Showed you that the people of West Virginia support their own. They showed up. They showed out. Let's go Mountaineer chance. Um, they just really got after it. The crowd really got after it. They really got into it. We got a We Want Ot chant that was awesome. Heard fans, Mountaineer fans united for that one. Uh, it was great. So we're going to break down the game. We're going to talk about that. Uh, but we want to just get that out of the way real quick. I want to say this. Um, I don't hate Marshall. Jeremy and I have been very ob- honest about this. We don't hate Marshall. Uh, we view them. Uh, Jer- Jeremy got something to say. What are you going to say? <coughs> Choking on his words already. <laughs> First of all, big shout out to Herd Hater. Brandon, you align a lot with Herd Hater with the Marshall stuff. No, uh, I, no, I align no, no, don't try to reel it back. Herd Hater, I think Brandon wants to almost enlist as one of your generals. No, I definitely yeah, do not. I am not one of those people. I love me some Herd Hater. But I, I, you know, I don't mind Marshall. I, you know, if West Virginia's winning, I root for them. I've said that over and over again. Brandon's not the same, so don't be. No, trying I to, don't root for Marshall. I do not root for Marshall. So don't be trying to lump us all but in. I don't hate don't Marshall. Don't be trying to loop us all in. How about you, Chris? How do you feel about Marshall? I plead the fifth on that one. Oh, he hates Marshall. He does hate Marshall. See, I hate Pitt. I hate Virginia. I like Tech. the Elmores, though. I do like John Elmore. I like John. I like. That's my MVP of the TBT. I like John Elmore. I like Ot Elmore. You get a guy like Ot Elmore who gets a did not play, but still ends up on the stat line because he got a technical. I mean, you got to show love to a dude who gets on the stat line with a DNP. And they're West Virginians. And they're genuine, real West Virginians. And I'm going to tell you, I talked to John Elmore on Saturday before the tournament started. He's a humble dude. And for a dude who is as nice as he is on the court, he's that nice off the court, too. I mean, he's legit. And Truck Bryant talked to him before the game. There were, By the way, there were a lot of West Virginia stars in the building tonight. Truck Bryant talked about how good John Elmore is. Dapped John Elmore up, showed love to John Elmore. People who know basketball know how good John Elmore is. John Elmore this is, is true. This, no, this is true. But but I'm telling you, Chuck was cracking me up. Chuck, Chuck and Gabe all night, they was cracking me up talking to the Marshall folks, getting at the Marshall folks. When I say just pure entertainment, when I say when you come to Charleston, West Virginia for the TBT, it's going to be live. It's going to be real. You're going to have way more intimate um, experience than you have most places because it's a little bit smaller. That's what it was. And here we got Chuck who's doing big things. He's with Tracy McGrady doing big things. With the OBL. And he and he's sitting here on the sideline just talking all kinds of noise. I loved it. Shout the truck with the with the necklace and the rolly and the truck Bryant cleaning crew. Shout to him doing all the big things that he's doing. Gabe had a dope necklace. Truck had a dope necklace. The second and third best necklaces in the building tonight. <laughs> Shout to JMP with that RVK chain. Can you got to show love to the RVK chain, Jay? I got to show love. I mean, I just got to show love. I got to do it. I got to do it. But yeah, so I mean, there was just a lot of people in the building. You know, got to show love to the people in the building. Uh, but let's get to the game. I made a huge mistake before the tournament started. 
I said to Jeremy with a straight face, dead serious, not joking, that Devin Ebanks was the best player on Best Virginia. I mean, he's a former NBAer, caught the attention of Kobe Bryant. He was an L.A. Laker. And I said Devin Ebanks was the best player on the team. Yes. And then he made a bucket, and Brandon was going crazy. He was like, what a big bucket. And then he looked at me and was like, I think that may be his first bucket of the night. I was not going crazy. I immediately said, I leaned over to you and said, that's his first score of the night. It was and in the third was quarter. And he was wrong. That's his first score of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I knew right away. I, I might be wrong about that, but I knew right away that he had not scored all night. You did, and, you did know Kevin Jones was on the team prior to the tournament, right? I still thought Devin E. Banks was better. I was wrong. And you're right. That's a good call, Chris. Kevin Jones is clear, clearly the best player on this team. And he was the best player on the court tonight. Even better than John Elmore. Yeah, I mean, every time you feed him the ball in the block, he's going to make something happen generally. So, it's John Flowers. I think he's really been the talk of the tournament. I noticed last year, the TBT last year, I was like, man, that he's really improved. Like, I, I mean, to be honest, I've said it to a lot of people as a freshman when he was at WVU, I wondered how in the hell he got a scholarship. Like, he was like a baby deer on ice, and you're seeing this kid, you know, cross over, jump back, pull back threes, and just bury him. And you're just like, that's, that's John Flowers. Like, yeah. He's not even remotely the same player by the time he was a senior. He was a, he was a good defender, and at the same time, that was about it. He wasn't offensive-oriented as much as he talks, as much as he says he is, but. I think his offense has gotten a lot better. 89-79 was the final in the game. We talked about everything except for what the actual score was. We've been talking about everything. Best Virginia wins in the Elam ending, 89-79. The game was not that close. It really wasn't. West Virginia, Best Virginia could not figure out a way to score to end the game. Um, and it felt like stress Virginia all over again. One of the things that came up was, why couldn't you guys score with the Elam ending? Who was it that asked that question? What's his name from Blue and Gold News? Yeah, I think it was Kevin Kinder. Kevin Kinder. That's who it was. Kevin Kinder asked that question, and uh, James Long answered it. James Long said, basically, we didn't want to run any special offense. Basically, we didn't want to tip our hand. It reminded me of football. You know, early in the early in the season, you don't want to show what you're capable of. You don't want to show plays that you've worked on. You don't want to show what you can do because later in the season, you want to be able to it off without people being prepared for it. I always say there's two sides of that coin. If you, if the more you show, the more they have to prepare for. That's a good point. But again, they haven't seen it. But if, if you're if you're continue if you're continuing if you're continuing to just continue to run plays, you run 20 plays. I mean, just keep adding them up. They're gonna have to go through all of them. Yeah, for sure. No, I loved it. Here's the thing: like West Virginia played well. West Virginia played strong. Um, they came out. Here's the truth, Brandon. Like, and Chris, West Virginia was the better team. I think they knew that they were the better team the entire time. Tonight, so our, our back court, our front court has always been strong. John Flowers and, and Kevin Jones are always monsters in the middle. For me, the whole thing about this tournament is, can the back court show some support? With Jermaine Haley, with uh, Jawan Staten, with Paige Maybe Paige and Staten aren't like lighting up the stat sheet, but they're running point guard like it should be. They have a real chance. Unlike Marshall, Marshall had no chance of winning that game. 
So I understand, like, we get to the Elon, Elam ending. Uh, we were up 17 points early on. They came back, and then it was 17 points again, which shows there's a huge difference in talent. There was never a question. There was never, like, you know, a question of what was going to happen. I understand. You get to the end, hey, just make some buckets. Don't run plays. Just make some buckets. We're up so much. Let, let's coast out and, and make a few buckets so we don't have to show anything to the next team that we play, who's actually a lot better than heard that. But... Despite all that, it was a fun game. Chris, did you have fun? Like, literally, did you have fun at that game? Yeah. You guys mentioned the crowd. I thought that was really impressive. I know JC, Javon Carter, he got the crowd going at one point. Um, I think they went, went on like a 5 run and then do you really talk, like sparked it. Do you want to talk about what James Long said in the press conference about JC? Like, actually uh, coaching like the, the little bit that he gave? Yeah, he says JC's really into it. And he, he thinks he's got a, a, co- a future in coaching. I, I thought that was really impressive. Uh, I kind of I expected him to be more of a be more of a cheerleader than than I guess coaching. But uh, according to James Long, he's been giving his input hasn't been overstepping bounds. So uh, sounds like he may have a future. Obviously, we know his mentality is 24 seven grinded out. But uh, sounds like he knows what he's doing on the sideline, and he said he and he also said that maybe in the future that those two could link up, and he likes the staff that they have right now for Best Virginia. Javon Carter actually posted on his Instagram, "I think I know what I'm doing with my future," with a picture of him from TBT coaching. That confirms it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you never know because he's got a long time before he gets to that point, but <laughs> you never know. But. He's young in his career so far, a successful career thus far. Mary the Mountaineer was out there representing, by the way. We talked to Mary the Mountaineer a lot on Sunday. This is Tuesday night, so Sunday night we talked to Mary the Mountaineer a lot, the three of us actually. Mary the Mountaineer, uh, was she's getting her feet wet. She's getting her feet under her. She's getting used to her role as a Mountaineer, and she enjoyed like getting the crowd fired up. She was out there doing her thing. It was nice to have the alumni band there. It was a real home crowd feel, even though there was a good amount of uh, Marshall fans there as well. I, I think she got a lot more comfortable. Yes. Game two. Yes. You could tell. For sure. She's going to be ready. She's going to be. This is good for her. Yeah. For getting a good warm up for football. I don't think she said she was going to be probably a little nervous. But correct. She's going to be a little nervous for football. Game. Yeah. I, I don't think I think that nerves are gone. Now. I'm telling you the whole energy in the building. All I felt the whole time. I felt that lot of energy. Was I can't wait till Pitt. That's all I felt. The Mountaineer fans, let's go Mountaineers. I know there's Marshall people, and we are two hours, an hour and 45 from, from Morgantown, two hours from Morgantown, only 45 minutes from Huntington. But when I say Mountaineers showed up strong, and when I was there and I was listening to them and I saw some people yelling, Woo! I can't wait to get to Acrisure Stadium on Thursday night. I can't I mean, wait. I mean, you think about it. We talked how good John Elmore is, and that's a. I mean, he's a great representative for Marshall, and for them not to like show out for him to see his talent, I thought that was kind of sad on Marshall's part to not represent the better than they did. Like Jeremy said, forty-five minutes away. I just think, but I just don't think there's no comparison Mountaineers to Marshall. It's not. It's not apples to apples. It's not. It's not. But when. You're talking about talent, like he, I agree. He's, he's he's homegrown. He's he just he just got off. He just got he just got he just I agree. graduated. So I I thought that if you're a marshal, I thought that was bad luck. I mean, just think about it though. So John Elmore, he's a beast, and who's number two? Brown is Browning Brown. He's also a Mountaineer. Shout out to him. But what I will, he's also a what? 
He's from West Virginia, right? The other uh, guy? I mean, I guess if you're going to do Montani, Semper, Liberi, then yeah, he's a Mountaineer, but he's not a Mountaineer. Nobody understands anything you just said. But yes, he's a Mountaineer. Here's here's my point, though. You called him a Mountaineer and he went to Marshall. He, he's he's from, okay, all right, I'm sorry. He's from the state of West Virginia. That's what I meant. But my point is this. John Elmore is one guy, and he's electric. Even even uh, uh, Bryant, Chuck Bryant, was saying, talking all this junk, but he's like, oh, no, no, that dude could ball, play ball. That's one. Did you see how many guys? John Flowers, Kevin Jones, John Flowers, Kevin Jones. <laughs> Devin Ebanks, Jermaine Hales, uh, yeah, Juan State. I'm just saying, there's a lot of guys. Jay Sean Page. There's a lot of, there's a lot Jayvon more. Myers. There's a lot more dudes on Team Best Virginia. Yes, Marshall has one or two who are good players who resonate in the in the minds of Marshall fans, but all of West Virginia's team, almost every player up and down that line, except for a few, resonate with Mountaineers uh, who've watched West Virginia play year after year. And even Jamel Morris, who's not an alum, who did not graduate, who did not go to WVU, played with Best Virginia last year. So he's right there in the front of mind for a lot of Mountaineer but, fans who root for Best Virginia now. But when you think of Marshall basketball... Like you just listed off a bunch of Mountaineers. Like you don't have that with Marshall, and that's my point. Like, yeah, he just graduated. He's this the guy. is the this is your jewel. You guys were so pumped when West Virginia handed you handed you the loss. Um, yeah, but he he was he was free agent. He worked his way up. Yeah, but he yeah, but he was a free agent. Is what I'm saying. Jeremy saying Hassan Whiteside, but like Hassan Whiteside, I forget he even played there, and he wasn't like a star right. there. Uh, they beat West Virginia. I forgot Marshall fan over here. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> got the history down. Yeah, Jeremy's got the history down. Man, hurt hater. I can't wait to hurt hater. Here's this. He's going to be furious. Furious. Anyway. Honest opinion. I, I know I told you guys this. This team's played a lot better than I thought they would have at this point. I really didn't. Yeah, we talked before the game. I told you I was sure they were going to win. I, I didn't think it was going to be close. I thought they would. I thought we would win. And I said they'd lose. Yeah. I thought they'd find a way to lose. Yeah. And Brent, shout to I can't Brent. Wait to hurt this. Shout, <laughs> shout to Brent from Mojax. Because Brent from Mojax said that WVU would win by 10, and they did, in fact, win by right 10. Right on the dot. Right on the dot. Well, I mean, uh, next, West Virginia has the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers have size, they can shoot, they're a talented group. West Virginia was favored by 11 over Virginia Dream. They win by 30. Favored by 3 over Marshall. They win by 10. Let's see what the line will be when they get a get. get I, love, the I, I love that you say there's so many so little gems that come out of this weekend, Brandon. What, like press conferences that give me some knowledge so I use it on the podcast and you can try to bust me out? Somebody's super. I was named. Oh, no, God, just guessing. What in I the didn't world? Know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Goodness. I didn't know. Goodness gracious, I don't even go in there. But I was going to say the precious gems that I like, like, woo, somebody got self-esteem problem over here. Just Jeremy's go-to. Everybody got self-esteem problem. Everybody. No, when I was at the, when I think it was, oh, I was with Chris. I was with Chris. It was during the first game, and we're sitting up there talking to these, uh, you know, this older gentleman. I don't know. It's his friend, his son. I don't know. I don't, whatever they were. Um, And he said, oh, you know you could bet on TBT now, right? I went down and put my put, put a bet on Best Virginia. I said, 
you have a problem, sir. <laughs> if anybody, I'm, I'm going to make this clear. If you are betting on TBT, you're and, a and, and there is and there is no Joe Lenardi breaking down who's on what squad and who should win. You have a problem. We call them degenerates. How in the world? That was one of the little gems that came out that I thought was funny. I don't know what in the world Brandon was talking about. Some some something in his head. I don't know. But yeah, that that's one of the little things for the weekend that I really enjoyed. Chris, did you have a moment that you enjoyed? I know we have one more night to go. Championship game. But so far, after the first two games. Do you have a moment, Brandon? Do you have a moment? Both of you think first person speak, speak. I wouldn't say I have a moment, but I actually I really enjoy these uh, TBT games because you know John Flowers already said that he's done playing internationally. We'll see if that holds. Uh, but he said maybe one more year for Best Virginia, but I would imagine if he doesn't play all off season, he's probably going to get out of shape. So this might be it for him. Uh, you got to think KJ. Uh, as well he's winding down so this was a final four team for a few of these guys i know that was my best memory as a mountaineer fan uh seeing them in final four so really like all of it just seeing those guys get to play how much they've grown as basketball players even Tavon myers uh he hasn't been gone that long to see where he's grown uh and obviously staten uh getting to see him bust those mid-range jumpers uh still yeah i i gotta be honest like I got to be honest, like the the best parts of it for me so far have been off the court, getting to spend time with people who cover. What's the name? <laughs> uh, spending time with the people who are enjoying TBT, the people who make TBT happen, shout to. See, I can't, I don't even think I'm supposed to say their names because they like to be anonymous about what they do. But they're the, the Charleston Visitors Bureau, they do such a great job making this event happen. The Coliseum and Convention Center, they do a great job making this event happen. Hey, shout out DJ EJ, too. Shout to DJ EJ making this event happen uh, and, and doing the things that he's done. There's so many people behind the scenes, um, and you know who you are. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. But real talk, it, that's been the best part for me. The basketball has been a nice icing on the cake. But that has been the best part. And so if you get a chance to come to TBT on Wednesday evening, you should do it. You should do it. And you're not going to hear this till Thursday. So never mind. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's been great. And hopefully by the time you hear this, Best Virginia will be regional champs. That's it for the RVK. Uh, supplemented by West Virginia Sports Illustrated with Chris Hall. We hope that this was a good recap, and we hope that when I – well, this I say that's it. There will be an addendum. I will update you on what happened with Best Virginia versus Buccaneers. But uh, that's it for now. Holler at your boys. Rat me, boys! This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit, joined by Chris Hall from West Virginia Sports Illustrated. No, Jeremy. We did the whole show yesterday or last night. We're just doing a brief addendum to give you the recap. And the recap is fantastic news because Best Virginia is the West Virginia regional champ for TBT, meaning they've made it to the Sweet 16. It is on to Dayton to face the Red Scare at 9 p.m. on Friday, 729. That is at the University of Dayton Arena. If you can make it, you should make it. It's going to be loud. Those people are proud. It's a hostile environment. Best Virginia is going to need all the support they can get. But yeah, 
They did it. They made it all the way. Chris, what do you have to say? A little surprised, especially there at the end. Uh, what, what was it? Uh, 62 to 61 Buccaneers. And yeah. Needed a, needed a little fall away jumper from underneath from Kevin Jones to win it. Uh, definitely exciting. That it was back and forth all game. When you go back and think about it, they Buccaneers jumped out to the Cook lead. West Virginia went on a run and actually pushed the lead to eleven, and they came back. It was a battle all the way through. It was like, it was probably one of the better games throughout the whole weekend, really. But great team effort. Everybody scored that played. Ten different players. Uh, seven of them scored there in the first quarter, um, and then you have Jermaine Haley and uh, Jamel Morris leading the way, both ten points apiece. Jamel Morris had a chance to win it. West Virginia actually in the Elam ending, they went to the Elam ending tied. James Long was asked about that. Why did he not push to try to score? And he said because he thought the upside was they get the extra possession if they call timeout, go to the Elam ending tied at 55. And I liked his answer. I liked his reasoning. It made sense to me. Um, and it benefited them. West Virginia or best Virginia went on that 6-0 run, went up 61-55, had a shot to – Take the to make the win multiple times. Multiple times. Jamel Morris had chances. Um, other dudes had chances. They couldn't catch in. Typical stress, Virginia. The Buccaneers are a good team. They're a tough team. They're well coached. They made uncharacteristic mistakes down the stretch, and Best Virginia capitalized on them. That shot Kevin Jones made, somebody asked him if that's the most acrobatic shot he's ever made, and he said he wouldn't. He doesn't know if that is. He said it's a shot that he practices. He had a good seal. Jermaine Haley made a nice pass. It was a shot he had to make, and make it he did. So props to him. Love to Kevin Jones, the GM of this year's squad. It's a great story. Jawan Staten getting to go home to play in Dayton, the place that he's from, the place where he played. It's a great story all the way around. So, uh, yeah, you got Charleston, West Virginia got what they wanted. TBT got what they wanted. You know, high ticket sales. Best Virginia verse heard that. Best Virginia advances to the final or to the Sweet 16. Great games all the way through for the most part. I mean, I shouldn't say for, not all the way through. but yeah, Best Virginia handled theirs. Yeah, Best Virginia right. handled theirs. But there were multiple really good games through, through this regional. Um, Charleston got what they wanted. And I'm glad they put on a show, especially since it won't be here for the next couple of years at least. Yeah, and it's going to look a lot different probably for Best Virginia. A lot of those guys probably aren't going to be on that team, but um, as they make the trip to Dayton, they better uh, clean up turnovers. 19 tonight, it's been a problem all week. Luckily, they, they you said they play Red Scare. They upset Money Team, who was the favorite to win the TBT. Yeah. So the favorites are out. Best Virginia might be, I would say, got to be one of the favorites heading into this weekend. Well, they're the number one seed in their region, so you're right. They got to be one of the favorites going in. You you don't know. I mean, I don't know what the betting odds are. I'm not a gambling degenerate. but I No do, idea. I, I don't no even know idea. how they're going to come up with these numbers. I don't know how they do it, but I do know that Best Virginia has a shot um, if they can clean up the turnovers. Like you said, there were 19. 16 of them were live balls that were tur- live ball turnovers, so... <sighs> I don't know what they're going to do. They still didn't rebound well either. That was another problem. Devin Banks has got to show. He's got to show up at some point. I would think it's also a learning curve this week. They the the officiating this week. They let him play all week. I mean, it was it was a fist fight a lot of times when you drove the ball. So there was a lot of hacking. I know that had some of it to do, and they kept trying to drive the ball. Um, they just got to find better ways because if they're going to allow them to hack, and it was both ends, no doubt about it. Um, other teams have found a way. Uh, to minimize those turnovers. So they're going to have to figure something out uh, with, the turn- with that. 
One thing I'll say is that we made our free throws. We did a good job for the most part making our free throws. KJ missed one in, during the Elam ending, but for the most part, it seemed like we made our that free throws. That was the only miss tonight. Seven yeah. of eight. So, so when we were getting to the line, we were making our free throws. Not characteristic of West Virginia from my perspective. You and I have argued about this over the years. It, well, they shot 54% tonight. They've shot well. Offense has been yeah. well except yeah. for turnovers. Yes. All they got to do is clean up the turnovers. And get some defensive rebounds. And you have rebound. Got to rebound. Got to rebound. Box out. Put a butt on somebody. But I, I was happy with it. It was exciting. It was a great time. If you get a chance, like I said, if you can get to Dayton, TBT offers a great atmosphere. It's a lot of fun. No, they're not paying us to say this. It's just the truth. Get out, show out, make some noise for Best Virginia. Chris, anything else you want to add to this? No, definitely show out. Best Virginia is fun. Uh, They interact with all the fans. I guarantee if you go to Dayton, they're going to show you guys a lot of love. So if you can make it to Dayton, get it. All right, that's it for the RVK. Like always, get at your boys. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.